the Turtles podcast. Woo! And we're ready for another one. Uh, getting into my intro here, uh, first couple, I, I realize I'm going to try my best to not talk like a pilot. Even now, I can't help it. I do the uh in between my breaks and my sentences. So somebody else may not have picked up on that, but I definitely have. So I'll probably catch myself doing that about a million times. Little things. Fun, right? Listening to yourself is always beneficial for your self-esteem. So I've been told. Uh, I think it's a good... Oh, I did it again. <laughs> this is gonna bug me oh well i'm just gonna have to get used to it just or fully embrace it just turning fully turn into like a radio personification of myself and just uh welcome back to am talk nobody's listening uh anywho i uh, one of my many tangents i guess uh, focus of our conversation today uh, small group uh, repetitive voices myself Dave and Charlie Bear again, uh, just because nobody else is uh, coming out, but I'm excited to get some uh, other voices on here too. I keep saying, <laughs> it's only been three episodes, but this has been, I've found it fun. Hopefully everybody else has been enjoying what they've listened to so far. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk uh, about uh, another ginger. Uh, we're very ginger-centric uh, so far on this podcast, but uh, Brent uh, is going to be our topic of conversation uh, as well as unintentionally turning this into a Hot Ones episode where we ordered some spicy food and progressively... Th <laughs> listening back, I'm giggling. Because it, it seems so fake, it seems so acted, that you just strategically be like, this isn't... Oh, you'll listen, you'll hear it. How by the end, we, we can't even... It's, it's so painful. Uh, I touched the inside of my nostril with my finger and I got hot sauce inside my nose uh, i think i talk about it on the podcast just a little bit but what you don't hear is like the entire way home just the the tap faucet of snot from just that one nostril specifically the whole way home so if i got pulled over at all it would have been bad i would have been like all red-faced and snorting along and like yeah i haven't eaten anything tonight sir no i swear to god just some hot sauce sure you haven't um Anyways, <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. I, I, I like I, it's fun re-listening to these the next day because, again, me being a, a, a full-grown man who has uh, experienced pot uh, in his older age. I'm a pothead. Uh, why do I talk so stupid sometimes? Uh, I'm a pothead and it messes with my brain. Um, but uh, I don't remember these conversations until I listen to them back and be like, this is a pretty funny. So... I think we're stupid, but in a fun way. Uh, I, I like our conversation, so hopefully you guys like it as well. Uh, my outro today, it was actually kind of inspired a little bit by the uh, waitress that we had. Uh, she makes a couple of cameo appearances uh, during the podcast. She had wanted nothing to do with any of us. And it just kind of got me relating to uh, just numerous times being, I, and I don't want to be like a pity party. I know what I am, uh, not just for a ginger. I may, I, by my best days, I may be a seven if I'm on like stilts or on a 
soapbox or <laughs> something like that. Uh, but uh, but I but not getting attention from from uh, female wait staff. And then we go out and and we go have a drink with like Bundy or somebody just oozes that kind of confidence and just women are like, oh, here's their drinks and by the way, here are my panties. Uh, and I'm just like, how 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 does he do that? And he's a good man and he's just like, oh no no no, I do not need your panties. Thank you very much. I will have my uh specific drink done my way uh which if for anybody that doesn't know it is a whole thing of ice uh smushed into a small glass and then you take uh it has to be who gives a fuck i don't know he, he thinks he's, he's pretentious it's a pretentious drink you have to realize this by now does it hurt your tummy i hope it hurts your tummy <laughs> that's really mean uh he's maybe not even listening I'm 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 long-winded, uh, and and I was making a point, uh, just how fun these are, and I don't remember things until the next day. My outro, God, stop smoking, Corey. Uh, my outro, uh, it, it it's just a, a little goofy thing I put together, uh, brought on by it, but it's just never gonna get attention from uh, waiting staff, and and I hope you guys find it silly and fun like I do. Um, enough of my ramblings. Let's get to the pod. Sending Chris the woo. Because that's what we do in our group. It happens. Um, so I guess we'll start off. Go right now? Press the buttons. We can edit as much as we want. Oh, is it on? Yeah. Is the mic on? Mic is on. Mic is hot. It's a hot mic. Okay. Episode uh, 50 of episode 4 of the Turtles podcast. Uh, we're back at Spot On. Uh, right under another microphone, so uh, it's good. I, I realize it creates ambiance noise, which is nice. So uh, we'll try and lean in a little bit more this episode, try and project Charles. I'll project. <laughs> uh, and we'll go in a full circle. To my right is Dave Hollywood Holovaychuk. And then to the right of him is Charles no Charlie Bear. <laughs> no one can see it. No one can see devil horns. <laughs> you could have done double guns. You could have, you could have <laughs> mooned the microphone. It's like, it's like listening to a comedian on the radio. Yeah. I made this face. No one can see that. <laughs> and then I was like, what? And I was like, oh, no way. Uh, All right. Good. So good. we... driving home because it's a lot safer than walking. Um, <laughs> we're not fucking pussies. <laughs> very this. Very much so this. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I guess we can just press the button and we figured we'd ramble into something. We didn't really have a clear idea of... Thank you. Hello. Thank you. You can be a part of it. There's a chair. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll give you a sweet intro. We, uh, she's very uncomfortable as soon as she, I think she would have been more comfortable if all three of us had our penises on the table <laughs> than her walking up with a, why is there a microphone? I'm like, uh, are you a secret shopper? Because your hidden microphone is not, not very good. hidden. It's quite large. It's not, not very good. James Bondish. We, we trim a, the hedges to make it look bigger. Yeah, this giant phallic symbol on the table. <laughs> 
But anyways, so we we decided we haven't really had a, a concise topic for today, but we threw around maybe uh, it worked out so well that when we uh, praised slashed shit on our friend Jamie last time, that was a fun thing to do to make fun of somebody that isn't here. So I figured that'd be a great addition to the term podcast. And because we'll just go based on, I guess, next in line as far as age, we'll go with Dad, Grandpa B, uh, Brent Hardgraves. And and we'll maybe think of our favorite... He's not the oldest. 44. We talked about Jamie. Well, there's Randy. Jamie. Well, yeah, Randy doesn't count, though. Randy's fucking ancient. <laughs> you know, I think I think going after Brent or going with Brent is the right choice. As long as there's some praise, we can praise Brent. Absolutely. I already know something to praise him on. Go for it. Well, no, let's continue with our. As in, uh, yeah, he's got a bald spot, but sure is it's shiny. So you know. <laughs> Which of us don't have bald spots these days? Sidebar. I, I cut my own hair. Okay. It's cheaper. It's very convenient. People can tell. It's obvious. It's very obvious. We can all tell. But I was looking with the camera reverse at the back to make sure I trimmed it, which is fucking hard to do, so I usually don't. But anyways, looking at it, and then I saw the beaming bald spot at the top. I was like, it's gotten way worse. And it's bad. It's bad. It's, it's bad. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm right it's there bad. with you. That's why I started shaving my head. I'm so close. So close. Have you not? Because no. it kind of looks like you started. Well, I leave a little bit of... There's a little on the front. Yeah. It's good. But I think I'm there. You, you might you as well. I, I did the... I knew it was going. Yeah, I got the bald spot on the top. I got the yarmulke bald spot. Dave, you... I don't know why I lean forward. Because <laughs> you're a dick. That's what that fucking adds. No, no one can see that. Aim your load here. <laughs> Top of my headshot. And, but I, I did grow. I knew my hair was thinning because there was more and more photos of like me in a push-up position. And I would feel really good because I was doing cool things in like a push-up. And then the only thing I could look at was the bald spot on the top of my head. So I had a going away party for my hair. So I grew my hair out for a year. I remember this. It was nice from if you were smaller than me or looking at me face on. But as soon as I bent over, you know those guys that have a ponytail, but you can tell like they're bald. <laughs> yeah, I was that guy because you could still tell I had the yarmulke bald spot, but the rest of my cul-de-sac had grown long, and I just grew that long for a while. So I shaved my head, and uh, I haven't turned back since. I, I don't know great. how. Thank you. He does. Uh, I don't know how this relates to to our graves, but you had a sidebar. it was a sidebar, a sidebar because we said Brandon a bald spot, and then I was also saying that I too have a bald spot, and I think I'm going to shave my head the next time around. Fair enough. I think I'm there. I think I'm there. Um, again, amazing radio. We'll do that live <laughs> if the, we could. Yeah. We, oh, we'll do it right now. <laughs> no one can tell. No, no one, one can tell. Can tell. Uh, do we have any favorite uh, Hardgrave stories? Start with some praise, because there's, there's... If, if, Does it go downhill? Well, there's endless amounts. Well, I, I will say he's definitely the responsible one 
we jokingly call him dad, but if we didn't have him as part of our family, I don't know if anything would get done on a regular basis. Or you, Dave, for sure would be dead by now. I would be if you didn't have multiple him, times over. Yeah. Him or Al babysitting you on That's any correct. drunken stumble. Yeah. He does need Brent and or Al. Adult sitting. Yes. He needs an adult. Uh, his, well, he's the collective conscience. Yes. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Making smart decisions. Um, praise? Football field praise? Nope. Okay, here's my story. My favorite story <laughs> for Brent is high school grade 12. His grade 12. He's a year older than Charles and I. Yes. And, and I, I feel this encapsulates kind of like a, the Charlie Brown-esque quality of, of Brent, of, if, if that makes sense at all, where he's, he's like a, the lovable loser. Like, he loses, and you just cheer for him either time. I'm not calling him a loser in the sense that he's a loser, but he doesn't win often. <laughs> I, know where, I know where this is going. I'm well aware, and I love it. Let's, I want to hear it. If, if we can paint a picture, there's a literal photograph of the newspaper on Monday morning, or was it Saturday morning? Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. morning. Brent Hardgraves is completely horizontal in this newspaper clipping. He's about five yards off the ground, completely horizontal. In my mind, that's how I remember it. Maybe a foot. White man he's fully horizontal. can't jump. But he's fully horizontal. Fully. As Steen who is, he went and played in Bowling Green University on a full ride scholarship for just being fast. He's not good multi direction. And. <laughs> man of I'm gonna cut that one out. He's a man of color. Well, very, very oh, fast. I've, I've also realized before we get started, I've realized editing is a pain in the ass, so we're just leaving everything in from now on. So. But, so, uh, hang on. Sorry. <clears throat> sidebar. Sidebar. Not a sidebar. I'm, I'm adding to your story only because you guys are making fun of me and it's fair. It was an action 35 power hey, pass. Man. Okay? <laughs> and we had, we had drawn this up. This was our main play, and the whole concept was they basically said, look, you eyeball who's covering Steam and see what the leverage is. If he's way off, you're going to throw to the corner to Corey on the left side of the field because you were the five back. Yes. Steen comes this off. Is high school? This is high yeah, school. the high school finals. They didn't give me a lot high of direction. read my ass. Never no, no, they did not give me a lot of direction. They said, is Steen open, throw it to Steen. If not, throw it to Corey. That was the whole... That was the... One that two. was... Okay, that was Charles tried to make himself sound a little elevating. more any given Sunday than was, he was I was elevating that a little bit. But they did say, look, if the guy's way off of Steen, just play it to Corey. But if he's playing tight, then you can go to Steen. Sidebar, interrupt, like I do always. Yeah, yeah, go right ahead. I, I will say that uh, we were notoriously, as the Browns, we're notoriously like a, a hard-nosed football team where it was old-school mentality of like four yards in a cloud of dust. Yeah. You run, right. run, run. Absolutely. But, but because of the talent that we had that year, we had Chuck at QB, and then we had a ridiculous squad of like really fast athletes and good receivers like, not gonna say that name. Brian, Grant, myself. Danny. Danny was playing DB at that time. But he played some offense. He played some 
when you went down in the semifinal. That's correct. Also in that game where we, I don't know if we mentioned this, but we beat Brent. What was, was the score? Statistician, what was the score? Uh, it was 31 to 16. That's a lot versus not as much. So, much <laughs> But in that game, he did cover you when you were injured, and he scrambled Danny. with that boot. Yeah, uh, Danny took that boot for a touchdown. It was a fake 59 sweep quarterback keep. I'm just saying what I it was. Not even <laughs> Well, I know the I'm just I know this shit. So anyways, so this is the city final. My favorite story is that first play of that game. Our coach is like, "Oh, we're just going to we have the fastest guy in high school football history. We have one of the better quarterbacks we've had in high school history. We're just going to get that guy to throw to that guy." The best quarterback St. Francis has ever had. Sweet. I think that's fair. Sweet. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I'm not kidding at all. Anyways, moving on. <clears throat> it's three oh, beers deep. Do, do we go down that rabbit hole? I don't even know. I feel really confident. I, but, but again, yeah, you know what? I don't know a lot of other... There has to be someone better than you. There, there is someone better before me. I can tell you that. Who did like... Suck my dick. There's no way. Like, there's no <laughs> universe. Like, I've been born without a fucking left arm. I'm still better than him. Without yes. question. But, at students, he, he is, is number one. Okay. Edit. Mysteriously. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me come back to this and finish. There is one kid that's better than me. Desk He had a better career at Manitoba than I did at UC. I think that's the only one. Not being very truthful. Okay, because I'm gonna, I'm going to, and I, and I hope that we don't have any close affiliations to Des. Is that his name? Good kid. He played Cowboys. Yeah. I'm not believing his name because it's very rare that Chuck admits that he's lower on the totem pole than somebody. So we're going to leave his yeah, full name okay. in. That's, that's totally fair. Fair enough. I would have beat him out, but that's fine. Anyways, um, Brent Hargreaves. Yes, I was looking uh, <laughs> Yes. Do you have a favorite, positive or negative, Mangrave story? Are you, like, you're finishing with this? He was horizontal and that's the picture? That was the photo of, and I apologize. It was basically the photo was a capture of the first play of the game in our city finals of Charles throwing just a lob pass. He saw his one on coverage. And and from what I remember, and from how Brent tells it, is he gave like a 25-yard cushion to Steen. Like, watching the game film, it was a ridiculous amount of respect that they gave to this guy. And Chuck still lobs it. He still outruns Brent. And Brent still gets encapsulated for all times, getting burned by Steve. Very first play of this game in uh, the Calgary Herald. So that was my favorite story. It doesn't paint him in a certain light. It sure doesn't. But it was pretty memorable. It's probably his favorite memory as well, if I uh, if I'm being honest and speaking on his behalf. I think he'll love to listen to this episode over and over again, remembering that play. Favorite Brent Hargreaves moment? I gotta think on that, but I will give him praise for this, for the for the turtles thing. Okay. Our offense 
is a Brent Hargraves offense. Like very he, much so. Like he very much built the structure. I mean, it's very similar to our Dinos days, all that kind of stuff. But if you think about the plays we call now, exception maybe being quads, that's all Brent. It's all Brent. So I will give him full props for that. He built that. We know it. We ran it. We're successful. That was Brent Hargraves. That, that kind of sounds... I know you love him, but that kind of sounds like, hey, this guy has been working here for a week. Can you say something <laughs> nice about no, him? No, I'm telling oh, you. He's diligent. He was on time for <laughs> all of those days. He's punctual. He does a great job organizing the team. <laughs> Thanks, no, I'm telling Dad. You, the offense <laughs> is very much Brent's design. And I just I understand saying, I what that means. That. And from one quarterback to another... I get it. There's wings, this one. They made really hot. I don't know what they did to it, but they're Thank you very much. We're excited. Cheers. So, um, I'm just saying that. This is upside down. I will think about my favorite Brent moment, because there are a few. Actually, you know what? I know it. I know it. I'm not going to do this story justice. This is a Kelowna story. Thank you. Thank you. This is a hot tub story. This is Brent. Oh! I know this one. We and then augment, augment for it. I'll help. But we'll let Charles tell the story. I'll help. I don't even know if I want to tell it. I feel like you're going to tell it better. But we're in the hot tub. Okay, so you're cut. Dave, tell the story. We're in the hot tub. <laughs> it's, the same thing. it's not super late, but we're all around the hot tub. <laughs> Fuck. We're all drinking. We've got guys jumping in and out of the pool. We've tried to maintain this whirlpool thing. We're sitting there, and we're just sitting in the hot tub, and there's two girls sitting on the stairs. And they are not, they're being very skittish right off the bat. Skittish. 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 And just sort of like whispering and talking and looking and talking and looking up and talking and whatever, just sort of like whatever. And we're just sitting there just just existing and then we're sitting there and Brent strikes up a conversation with this 15 year old maybe maybe <laughs> I'm gonna go 15 I think that's pretty safe and like oh Mr. Hargraves how are you like oh I, what are you doing here blah 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 da 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 and he goes into his whole teacher spiel and very respectful and blah blah blah. Oh, we're here and oh yeah, some of us are drinking that idiot over there's sauce. He was pointing at me. And, <laughs> and then uh, we go through this and then kind of just sort of the conversation ends. We end up kind of just going back to our own little conversations. And then she is grabbing her phone and is full on just fake texting. And then lifts up the phone, does a full scan 360, click, 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 <laughs> puts the phone back down. With very little uh, secrecy to what she was trying to accomplish. Have, taking a photo of Hargraves. Mr. Hargraves. Yeah. Half naked, showing off his obviously chiseled. Here's here's some my different frame. 8K. Skeletor? We're, we're maybe desensitized because we've seen his naked body hundreds of times. One of them being in nothing but a uh, kitchen robe. Or what do they call it? The, uh... The, uh 
chef, he was the chef yeah the chef apron where he wore nothing but that uh, one Kelowna May long. Um, but do you think they took pictures of him admiringly? As in, like, oh, check out Mr. H. Wow, that vanilla marshmallow sure is pasty. I don't know. I don't know what kids would say about that. But do you think they did it in a longing way, or was it like? I think Brent's always been like he's been pretty consistent in in terms of shape. Yeah. He's never ballooned. He's never skinny. He just. He's pretty, just status quo. It's also his personality as well. Is this? He's just even keel. Hundred percent. Where some of us might be a little bit more temperamental, a little bit more fluctuating. Fuck you, like Al. Like Al. I was gonna say Al. <laughs> he is pretty mouthy. <laughs> Have we noticed how mouthy that kid has gotten in the last little while? Okay, on the mouthy point. We, we established in the last episode how much of a fucking liability you and Al are on one side of the field. However, it is the best side of the field to get into the other team's kitchen. Like, it's out of control. It's out of control. If I bring nothing else to the table, it's like I can at least get in someone's grill. But between the two of you, like, bar none, best oh, trash offers. on the pots and pans. 100%. <laughs> Without question. Without question. Well, I, I will agree with Chuck. We ordered a round of wings, and we asked them to go nuts on the spicy. They didn't go nuts. I don't think I'm dying, but it, but it is a little bit spicier. They chopped up jalapeno. I can see that. They did. So it's it's making. I have a lot more saliva right now. Yeah. Uh, so it's making the the talk a little bit tr tricky. So I apologize if, if my normal lisp is a little bit louder than normal. Okay, I now know my favorite Brent Harvey's story. That was that three. Okay, Chuck, go. I just want to keep going. That was one of my favorites. Okay. COVID championship cheer. Championship cheer? Championship year. We won against the Warriors. I want to say it was the opening play of the game. I looked at Brent, and I kind of knew they were going to come out and cover two. I'm like, Brent... You ready to go for a run? He's like, you kind of looked at me like, I'm not. But you asked me, so I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Brent's a yes guy. He's a yes man. He's a yes guy. I agree. One for the team. One for the team. So I call him on a nine and look to the boundary, and then I stick one in, and, and I get him right in the spot. He gets it, and he kind of gets, as he tells me, these like fucking play dies. Like he's going for the end zone and just starts legging it out. Gets tagged, does not score. Definitely pulls his hamstring. Oops, party foul. That's the ambient noise that we were talking about. Yeah. It's good. That was another table, by the way. It wasn't Corey hitting his beer glass into his water glass. Definitely was not that. Apologize for interrupting. You were saying that Brent Hardgraves was a douchebag? He is sprinting downfield. That's what you were saying. Sorry. Pulls his hamstring. Doesn't tell anybody. Corey shows up late, comes on for a nine, pulls his hamstring. He's out for the game. Was it the final? This is the final. Yeah. Yeah, so you're out for the game after like two plays. You're out. So we get down to seven guys. Oh, then Jamie's there, and Jamie gets hurt. And at halftime, Luntz walks over and goes, 
Jamie's done. We're at seven. So we go, and we're down. And so we go play the second half of the game with seven. We take the lead. We come back. There's a pick thrown. There's a pick made the other way. Anyways, we, we come back. We, I think we've got it tied. And I come into the huddle, and I look at Brent. And I said, Brent, how your legs feeling? He goes, I got nothing. I pulled my hamstring in the first play. He's like, don't throw at me. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like calling plays around Brent's inability to run. But I give him full props for saying, I'm going to run a nine for you and blow my hammy on the first fucking play. Play the rest of the game when we have other wounded soldiers. And basically we, we call plays around Brent's inability to go because he's fucking dead. And we still win that game. That's my favorite Brent Hargraves moment. Just giving it for the team. Giving Just giver. That he gives a mean team. <laughs> mean. All right. And so I think we've done round table of B, uh, which is good. If we're going to add a little, just, just a little bit. Is everybody dying right now? Everybody's making the face that they're... Ah, they're warm. Everyone's got a little bit extra saliva right now. They did, I think, those seem more... They are, yeah. Those are not bad Okay, so with teary eyes, we're going to not stop eating this. It is, I was about to say, yeah. Holy fuck. Um, I think another one was if you could narrow down one, well, maybe say one or two. No worries. I think we're all good. Yeah, another round of drinks? I'll do one more. Might as well. Yeah, thank you very much. Here's the thing. We're not going to bring any of my internal thoughts onto the podcast while we're recording. (laughs) I think we should right now. You Uh, have full edited old bull. You can edit it out. We could. We're not going to. I, I think want you uh, to. that no, might that's be fair. That's fair. episode two. I was saying something, and I forgot. Mostly, I think about the. It's about hot ones right now, where everything just hurts, hot. and we're just so we're talking through it. I know what I was gonna say. We'll just do really quickly uh, one more thing before we wrap it up for today. If we had like, while we were growing up. If there was a, a player or somebody either in the NFL or I know that we all grew up with either brothers or parents in the football program, if there was anybody that, that we emulated or aspired to or just held in high regard, that, that really kind of helped us push us into football. Basically, who were your football heroes growing up? Dave, will go <coughs> to you first because you have a face full of water. I wouldn't think so much. Awesome. Thank you. They made those ones hotter. Were they much hotter? Yeah. Like, this took like a degree. We did. Yeah. yeah. That's what we wanted. Oh, okay. I'll tell you right now. I wouldn't be sitting at this table if it wasn't for my dad. Of course. Because I would have played high school volleyball. 100%. My mom would have been like, oh. So you're dead. Wow. Not quite what. Football was 100% like, hey, you should do this. And I was like, uh, and it was like, not forced at all, but like heavily suggested. Yeah. 
and I can easily say it's been the greatest push forward with the best outcome in my entire life. Because I don't have, I don't have this social network. I don't have spring. I don't have a university career where it's like. And who's to say what would have happened otherwise? But you would have continued on with your engineering program that you started right. year one at Dinosaur. I would have been a you would have been a successful engineer. engineer and then someone would be like, that oh, would have been like, football, and I would have joined when I was 35, and I'd be sponsoring the trip. I really fucked it up. I really fucked it up. You fucked that shit up. No, for sure. 100% my dad. He's That's a good one. That is solid. I was he's thinking got, he's got connections somebody in the NFL. But you went all... I am so, like, full of saliva. These are spicy. These are... I'm trying to not snort into the microphone, but I have a runny nose. They're warm. I went down to the pussy one. <laughs> There's two sets of wings. There's like the super hot and no. the super super hot, and, and and there's no relief anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Not, by the way, when you say like, can you make one in one? They're not gonna do that. They're just gonna make one batch and just, and just split them into split two, two tables, <laughs> two plates. I can see the chopped up jalapenos in this batch yeah. versus that, but those are hotter than. Oh my god! Look at that. Get all of these. Oh my god! As he fucking swipes up all the jalapenos. Jalapenos. Anyway, yeah. I've always had kind of like a love-hate, 100%, to both full extremes with that man and that drive, but I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him, so... I will I will say my favorite Dennis Holmaytuk story, if I can. Cool. And this is all secondhand from... This could be episode six. This really could. This could be an entire two-parter itself. You know, I'm sweating. Oh my god, this hurts so bad. <laughs> Holy cow. The top of my head is sweaty. Like, through... Like, shaved head. Oh my god. Wow. Okay. So my older brother Chris, saw you. And I still have one and a half here on my plate to finish. Don't be a pussy. Oh my god. If I ate my pussy, I'd be wet. I'm leaking into everything. It hurts. Um, But anyway, so there, my brother Chris is playing. When he's coaching the Bishop Carroll Cardinals way back in the day. And uh, Carroll is losing at halftime. And everyone's given the rah-rah speech, we can do it. And then uh, decides to pick an entire bench up off of the ground, throw it into the shower, shatter it, and yell to the rest of the team. This is also, by the way, I I don't want to downplay anything. I don't want to, like cancel anybody. It just happened to be at a time when a, a, a vocabulary was wider in the football community. You could say whatever you wanted. There's no such thing as canceling anybody. But he's like, you know what? To win the second half, we got to come out as men. So what are we going to do? Are we going to come out as men or are we going to be f- <laughs> So he's yelling at high school kids, are we going to be men or are we going to be f- And then you're like, can't say that nowadays. <clears throat> Being 
sounds like a lot of fun. I've seen RuPaul's Drag Race. It seems like a hoot. Anyways, uh, that was my side story. Anyways, uh, Charles, moving on. Most influential uh, player with a belly full of hot sauce in your system. Player person. I kind of want to do a Dennis Holloway Chuck story no. before I do that. Yeah, go for it. Here we This is our second year, so we're all there. It's a home game. I don't remember who it's against. We're getting spanked. Shut up, you don't remember. No, I actually have no memory of who we played against that game. We're in the <laughs> the same room we would do a lot of our spring camp film sessions in. We're all kneeled around Dennis, and he's losing his shit. He's yelling with all the vets in the dog, and he takes a football, and he's yelling, and he spikes it in the ground and smokes. Blake, <laughs> arguably the best player on the team. The quietest, most soft-spoken person, too. Smokes him in the face. The ball then rolls to, <laughs> to Jacques' feet. And Jacques doesn't know what to do, so he picks the ball up and hands it back to Dennis. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you yeah, doing right you now? Giving You're giving live ammo to this man. What are you doing? Anyways, that was maybe more of a Jacques' ball story, but... Fair enough. Fuck, sure. I love that. Solid human being. Solid human. Oh, yeah. Good shit. Great high school player. Bowling ball. If there ever was a bowling ball. For sure. Agreed. Um, I had all the time, but I was focusing on the heat. Oh my um, god, it hurts. Most influential football... So I have two answers. I have three answers. Largely because Dave sort of went into the sentimental. Sorry? Dave, no, 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 apologies. I think it was a fantastic answer. So, my dad pushed me a bunch too, and I, I appreciate the answer. So that's kind of like the one sentiment, so I'll park that for a minute. When we were just entering, I, I'm going to go for a while. But I'll keep it under 17 minutes. I'll keep eating my celery because I can't eat anything else. <laughs> my face is on fire, so I'm just doubling carrots and celery in my mouth right now. You'll be drinking the ranch you... shortly. Oh my god. Keep going, keep talking. I'm okay with it. 2001, the Hokies, Virginia Tech Hokies are in the national championship against Florida State. They lose 49-21 or some bullshit. Mike Vick, starting quarterback. No, no, it was 2000, 2000, because he was in the NFL in 2000. Oh, who cares? Whatever the details. Anyways, Flavin. It's fuck yourself. That's what I do. <laughs> Mike Vick is like a 20-year-old. He had a redshirt year. He's a sec He's younger than all those guys, and he is far none the best player. Like, it's, it's, you can't even compare how good he is in the field. You're watching a run throw, and to me, at the time, that was the epitome of quarterback play because he was a phenomenal thrower and a great athlete. And I wasn't a great thrower, per se. I was a better athlete than I was. And I was watching Vic, and I'm like, that's the kind of guy I want to be when I go and play college ball. And so I'm going to make it. And then you see Vic kind of grow his career from 01. And then, you know, forget the dog fighting. But, yeah, but, but just his athleticism, the, pure, like, the excitement factor of Mike Vick. And I was like, if I could be anybody, I would want to be Mike Vick. So from a, from a pure, like, football, who you watch perspective, that was a guy that I loved to want to emulate. But on a sentimental factor... You also hate dogs and have started your own um, 
pit bull fighting ring. I beat the shit out of my dog every morning. Um, I do. I've watched it. I've watched it. Not every morning, but there were times <laughs> when she just, she needs a smack. Chuck also had a dog growing up. Oh, my face is on fire. Racist fuck. You call you had a dog named Blackie. Uh, anyways. <laughs> okay, to be clear, do you say his name and Blackie now? To be clear, her name was Blackberry. My parents picked that name. Only to then call her Blackie. So either my parents were racist and funny, or they didn't know what they were doing. I'm gonna lean towards they're racist and funny. There's no way your parents didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> and if they didn't for shame. Have you listened to my mom speak? She knew what she was doing. 100%. Okay, but on the sentimental side, but the, the reality is, my oldest brother was one of those guys that was good at everything he did. He was a smart kid. He always knew what he was, like, always had good grades. Like, he was a 98% stupid average. He was always the best athlete in the field. And that's who I would have grown up watching and said, like, that's who I wanted to be like. So, to a large extent, the guy who would have, I suppose, inspired or who I wanted to emulate would have been my brother Marcus because he was just, he was that good all the time. And you're like, well, if I could be like anybody, I would be like that because he won every award you could think of at every level. And was, you're like, it, was it Marcus that broke his collarbone and finished the game? Didn't finish the game. He broke his collarbone. He knew it was broken. But he kind of came over to the sidelines and it was standing good. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. And he played like another quarter. And then he's like, I think I, I think I can't play anymore. And he broke his collarbone. So he played a, a good quarter, I think, on a broken collar. Quarterback. Oh! Not as strong. No, it was left. It was left. But it was Francis. 1996. So all it was was hand off, hand off. As long as he was handing off to the left, he was fine. I have hiccups. Yeah. It hurts so bad. Oh my god. So that was a long one. But to you, sir. Yeah, that's not good. It's not coming back up. I just know I'm. Oh my. The hiccups are bad, and the 3 a.m. heartburn. It's gonna oh, be a real coming. thing, oh, for sure. <laughs> Episode five is gonna be a private session. It's just me talking in my just, my phone. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. What's your story? Uh, uh, Jerry Rice has been a superstar. That's been uh, another episode of the Turtles podcast. My face is <laughs> melting. Uh, I'd like to once again thank uh, Chuck and Dave. And our wait, I never caught your name, I'm sorry. Keely. Keely? You made that up for the podcast. Keely Jones. Did you watch Ted Lasso? Oh, there's a character oh, after you. It's so good. Honestly. You it's on Apple TV. You should watch it. It's phenomenal. Maybe I will. We're going to hold, hold it. She's not going to. No, that's a no. Even that's a strong no. That's okay. That would require time. How are we doing on drinks? It'll be last call in like two minutes. I think. I'll do one more. One more? Dano, Dano. I'm done. I'll You're wait done? two minutes and then. I'm, I'm actually okay. I think I'm You're good. Okay. We like Keely. Sorry? Keely in the show is that. Isn't she person? very similar? Yeah. Keely fucking Seriously, fucking Keely. Keely. By the way, he is 100% my favorite character in Ted Lasso. He is, but he's you. 
Roy Kent? Roy Kent. Roy fucking Kent. He's here. He's there. He's here. fucking with Roy Kent. <laughs> Love it. So I, I had from the hot wings. I got rid of the hiccups and like my mouth is now feeling normal. Okay. But then I went and scratched my nose without like wiping my hands with a wet wipe. So the inside of my left nostril right yeah. now is on fire. <laughs> and I, I guess know. on uh, on that note we'll uh, we'll end it. Uh, Yeah. 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 Yeah.